All right, all right, all right. What's up, y'all? This is BMB, B to the M to the dog on B, man. We are back again. We got another uh, good show for y'all. Um, we got some pretty good topics as well that we're going to uh, talk about and discuss today. Um, another thing as well, we have a special guest with us, uh, Shauna, all the way from uh, the DFW. Hey, Shauna, how you doing? Well, thank you. How are you? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're glad to have you on the show. Um, Shauna, if you guys don't know, is, gonna, is a guest of uh, Brent's. They know each other from uh, just kind of out here battling on, the, on these Twitter streets. Um, and fighting disinformation, man, about, you know, politics, policies and just everything that's just been going on in our in our government. So I really um, hats off to hats off to you guys for that, man. I appreciate that. We need more of guys uh, like you um, on the streets out here, here fighting for us. So um, <clears throat> uh, just kind of like we normally do, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce uh, everybody, let them uh, kind of get a word in here uh, before we get started. Brent, man, how you doing today, man? What's going on with you? I'm. I'm good, man. I, I'm I'm glad we got Sean on here. She, um, she's been asking, you know, man, I want to. She want to come on the show, so she. I'm glad we got on here because yeah. she's very knowledgeable in policy and politics, and then just uh, just getting them lies out out the way, and just just forming the BS that's out there. So I like the way she deals with that. And I, what, one other thing I like, we're all young and we're all politically engaged in this thing. So mm-hmm. we're not dumb. We're, right. We are not dumb. Right. Yeah, that's that's good. And that's very important, especially at this this day and age, uh, to be engaged right. and to know what's going on uh, in your country and even locally uh, to know what's going on. So we, like he said, Shannon, we definitely appreciate you. Um, and kind of like Meldrick said earlier, it's good to have a woman's point of view finally on the mm-hmm. show. So we're not just up here just talking crazy uh, <laughs> and not knowing what's really going on. So, uh, Meldrick, what's going on with you, man? How you doing today? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. It's good to be back on the show. It's, it's been a little bit. So I'm glad to be glad to be back. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Um, y'all know Meldrick is our sports guy. So he's he's a little stressed out right now. The game is going on. So he wish he <laughs> wish he could be watching it. Uh, but <laughs> we all get this show uh, going. Uh, so tonight's topic is understanding politics, voting and why uh, that's going to be the main pretty much the main um, uh, thing that we talk about tonight is understanding voting uh, politics and, and why we should do it. Um, and so I guess with just no, no further ado, let's 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 get into these topics, y'all. Um, so. Uh, and if Brent or you and Shauna, whoever wants to start, you, you know, you guys can start. So I guess, well, why is it important, you know, understanding politics uh, and voting and why we should do it? Uh, oh, yeah. once again, thank you all for having me. I really appreciate it. Um, I think uh, voting is important because uh, first off, our ancestors, you know, died um, to have this right. So, you know, um, and I think if anyone's paid attention to the current climate, you know, there's a group of people trying to take our right to vote away. Um, if it wasn't important, they wouldn't be trying to take it away. Um, they say voting's the great equalizer. You know, everyone, I mean, everyone's right to vote is equal to everyone else's right to vote. So um, voting uh, creates change, it creates policy. So, um, you know, when people say votes don't count, they, they actually do count. So. Um, I, I think, you know, it, it's important for everyone to understand, you know, that their vote does matter and it does count um, and that they need to, you know, exercise their right, you know, that, you know, 
women didn't have, you know, until, um, until 19, uh, 1919, which were white women, you know, black people didn't have the right to freely vote till 1965. So, you know, this is not something that we've always had. So definitely not something that should be taken lightly. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's good. And Brent, Brent, what, how do you, re, you know, respond to that question? Yeah, we pay taxes. We ought to vote. <laughs> I mean, right. that, that ought to handle it, right? I mean, you, you pay taxes into a system. You should be part of that process to vote for the person that votes with your views. And it's a process. So that means you have to constantly do it. It's not just a one-all in all. Well, I voted and that's it. No, you have to vote. You have to hold your elected officials accountable. And then also you have to continue to vote just so that we can get things, the things that we want done in our nation and mostly in our favor. So, you know. How do you guys I'll, feel about, oh, okay. go ahead, Brent. I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, uh, you go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, how do you guys feel about voting, you know, locally in local elections versus, um, I guess, you know, for like presidential, you know, the big election. Um, is it important to vote locally? Is that something, you know, people should? I'm glad you said, oh, go ahead, Melvin. I, I believe the local elections is more important than the, the, the large election, just because, and I know we talked about it before, that local elections affects you sooner than the, uh, the national uh, election. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it's, and, and, and those, the votes that are the, whatever happens in those votes, whatever changes rules in the city that you're in, it'll, like I said, it'll affect you much quicker than the votes and then the, the national uh, election because it's right there in your your city and your town. So I think it's extremely important. That's right, and um, and I'll hold myself accountable. There's some there's a city council vote going on right now. I need to go vote for, and I'm gonna have to go tomorrow. I got a text about it, so mm-hmm. you know, I've, and turnout's been real low because most people don't go and vote. So you know, and I think it's important to remember that an election happens whether you vote or not. So. You know, if you forget right. to go or you sit it out, I mean, people are making your decisions for you. So, right, exactly. Very right. important to go and, and uh, take part. So, um, right. I don't know where y'all are located. I'm in uh, I'm in Carrollton, but I'm in Dallas County. So, mm-hmm. um, the city council, uh, there's some elections going on. So, I need to go vote, and I'll be going uh, probably tomorrow because <laughs> I forgot to go today. So, right. <laughs> thanks for reminding me. Uh, no, that's good. Hey. Um, I, I think I voted a couple, well, maybe a couple of weeks ago in our, I think the, <clears throat> uh, in our city council, uh, yeah, I did too. elections. Yeah. And I so, wish they had done that here with the runoffs. Cause I voted a couple of weeks ago for the runoffs, but then they were doing the city council stuff separate. So I wish they'd done right. it together would have made more sense, but right. You know, yeah, maybe you think, done, so. you think that's something intentional that they do to try to like. Ooh, discourage voter turnout um you know maybe they don't i don't know if they don't you know publicize it as much or or, or make a big deal out of it you know i'm just wondering if that was something you think they would be doing to or, or trying to make it harder you know for people to vote <clears throat> texas so i i wouldn't put it past them uh texas is the most uh, voter restricted state uh, mm-hmm. in the united states so it wouldn't be uh, it, I wouldn't put it past them to hold another election two weeks later for something they could have did, you know, mm-hmm. 
right alongside another election, you know, yeah. it would make it inconvenient for someone who doesn't have transportation or, you know, accessibility to the polls. So, mm-hmm. you know, to come right back out to vote another election, um, yeah. you know, I, I vote at the library. There's a library right on the corner from my house. So it's not a big deal for me, but for someone that has to travel or right, they don't right. have transportation, mm-hmm. that could be a big deal. And so I, I think that could be something to deter certain people from turning out. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely possible. So. Yeah. And uh, Brian, why do you, why do you think local elections um, are important or do you even think they're important? Well, uh, Meldrick and Shauna hit hit it right on, especially with Meldrick saying those are what's going to affect, that's what's going to affect you mostly out of a state election or national elections. And I'll give you an example. What has Steve Bannon been pushing the right wing to do? Run for these school board and city council seats. He's been pushing that, telling his people to run for those seats because how you think this whole critical race theory got started? You got right wingers sitting on these school boards controlling what our kids are being taught now in these schools. And now, and now you got um, in the state, you got Republicans running the legislation uh, part of it. Now it is just making it hard. That's why all these states are able to pass all these voter restriction laws. And I to even bring up Georgia. I mean, you can't give out food and water. But now Herschel Walker down there giving out gas vouchers, which is good. But how can you, how can we get not give out food and water, but he's able to give out gas vouchers? Mm-hmm. That's against the law. Right. That's what he's doing. That's against the law. But exactly. I, I hope that, you know, if I was there, I would take the gas card and still vote for Warnock if that was me. I mean, <laughs> you've seen the price of gas around here. Gas is <laughs> 469 here. Yeah. I would take. I would take that gas card without. I would change. too. I mean, that's I, would, what... I would not be voting for Herschel Walker. Mm-mm. And y'all know that he, y'all know he lives in Texas, right? He yeah. goes to church. He at lives Christ up here. Or he goes, to, yeah, he goes to church out here. Um, he, uh, he goes you know, to uh, Tony Evans Church. Yeah, he he said he received counsel from the pastor about whether to run or not. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. wow. He admitted that, like on TV, and I'm just yeah. like. The only running he needed to do was on the football field. That's all the running that Herschel Walker needed well, to I, do. I think he got hit too hard in the head. I, I, you know, I just, you know. I, you know what? Yeah. It's it's funny. Um, Dr. Rashad Ritchie has a show called Indisputable, and he hit it nail on the head. He said the main reason why he's running, he can be controlled. So it makes by, sense. By Trump, by Mitch McConnell. He can be controlled. So, you know, but, I, I mean, he's just so it's really, really bad, though. It, it is. And I this mean, man has raised more money than almost anybody that's running out here. And you have a distinguished Morehouse pastor that took the rims of Dr. King's church that can speak very articulately. I you know I didn't know I didn't say that word right because I'm probably a little bit like Hershey Walker, but it, I'm just playing. Oh, don't <laughs> don't compare yourself to him. No, nah, I'm not gonna <laughs> have no nah, love forgive me. That, that, uh, that way. But anyway, but you know, I'm just like this is what the Republican Party came up with, but it ain't so much. It's just who can beat them. And then I think about the Michigan race with Gary Peterson. 
the black man that was running against him was a Republican, but he never really told people that he was a Republican. He was just thinking people, black folk would just be dumb, go like, oh, he's a brother, he's black, I'll just vote for him. Thank God he lost. But still, it's all about control. I can just hear Mitch McConnell now. Now, now, Herschel, when I tell you, raise your hand. When I point, when I point at you, just mm -hmm. raise your hand. I don't, I don't, I don't need to say nothing. No, I don't need to say nothing. Mm -hmm. Just, just, just mm -hmm. raise your hand. Uh, okay, go, 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 sit down. I don't think he's going to debate Warnock, but I think I don't think he already said he wasn't. Yeah, and and Warnock's yeah. raised a ton of money too. He's raised the most money, you know, out of anybody this cycle. He he has like a thirty million dollar war chest. Right. So I mean, you know, it's just really going to come down to turnout. And and that's what um, exactly that that's that's all it is, and that that's what it is in all these races is turnout. Um, you can raise a gazillion dollars, and 2020 haunts me because we had all these races that mm -hmm. um, all these Senate races we raised hundreds of million dollars for, and really lost. we we lost so many of them, and I mean these people raised, I mean just buckets of money. Like Jamie Harrison raised over a hundred million dollars, had Lindsey Graham shaking in his boots, going on Fox News begging people to give. Still, and he still lost. Lost by but, ten but, points. Yeah. You know what? He was in the margin of error, so I can understand that. Mm -hmm. The one, the one I can't understand is Amy McGrath of Kentucky. She raised, yeah. she raised ninety million dollars, and she lost by twenty-one points. She had, she, um, I don't think Jamie raised a hundred million. He raised like eighty million. Oh, so maybe McGrath raised the most money and she had the she had the biggest loss. That that's the one that gets me. I mean, a lot of people were close, you know, in margin of error, so I understand, but she was never that close. She was always, you know, always behind. Points behind. She was never that close. People just hated Mitch McConnell that much. But that's why, you know, I don't tell people where to spend their money at, but I'm kind of like, you know, don't you gotta kind of analyze this stuff. You know, not everybody needs money. You know, so be be smart when you're making your donations. You know, don't don't make a, a hate donation. So you might hate the opposition, but don't donate just because you hate the person that someone's running against. Because that's a good point. You know, there's that man in Georgia raising a lot of money, uh, Marcus Flowers. Um, yeah. He, I mean, he's cool. He's running against Marjorie Taylor Greene. That district is R plus fifty five. Um, you know, he's raised a crap ton of money. Um. So I, you know, if I was telling someone where to send money at, I mean, he's raised millions of dollars already. I wouldn't send anything else to him. He has enough money to, to make it stretch to November. I would put my money somewhere else in another race. Um, Cause there were some races last time that could have used some more money mm -hmm. that were closer than the ones that lost by a bunch, you know, if, if I were to advise someone on that. So, you know, he just needs turnout. So, you know, there's a bunch of races like that. So. Okay, no, that's that's really good advice. I never really thought about that. Um, <clears throat> donating to um, campaigns that actually need the money, right? Um, versus ones that don't, and, it, and this that's actually already raised enough. So, um, I guess it makes sense to look actually look into uh, what people are raising money for. You know, I guess that that would be, I guess that would be essential. To okay, well, let me see what this person is raising money for, or and what this cause is, and what that cause is. Because if you're raising money for the rich already just to make them richer i don't i don't think there's no they don't need no money donated to them already they got the money already 
So you can check. So um, if you want to see what these people, these uh, candidates are spending money on, you can go to the FEC website. It's just FEC.gov. You can type in the candidate's name. It'll show you how much money they raised, you know, since they've been running. And sometimes people run multiple races. So it'll tell you the most recent, you know, the most recent race. Um, it'll also show you how much money they've raised and how much money's um, come in and how much money's gone out. Um, it has like an itemized breakdown of, of where the money has been spent. So you can see where the money's going, you know, if, if you want, if you want to know. You so said F, FCP? Uh, FEC. Frank, FEC. Uh, Frank, Frank Eric Charles. FEC. I got you. FEC. Yeah. Yeah. You can check it out. And they're supposed to report quarterly how much money's been made. So, um, we're in second quarter right now, so they've updated their first quarter numbers and then second quarter um, numbers are due um, at the um, end of, uh, I think middle of July is when second quarter numbers are due. So you can see what they're doing with the money. Um, so, you know, but I, I like to check that because some, okay. you know, I'm going to be honest, there's a lot of candidates that get forgotten. A lot of black candidates need our help because they don't get as much airtime on the networks and stuff. Right. They don't get as many interviews or as much um, promotion mm -hmm. as white candidates do. So um, I was, uh, I made a thread last night um, for the first time, uh, Mississippi actually has four black candidates that have the democratic nomination. Uh, Mississippi only has four congressional districts and all four of them have a black nominee for Congress. So that's history. Um, the second district already has a black congressman. He's the incumbent, uh, uh, Representative Benny Thompson. He's on the January 6th Oversight Committee. Um, he represents Jackson, and that's the only uh, district right now that has a black, you know, congressman. But there's a black woman that won last night the nomination. There's a black man named Shawaski Young who I've connected with um, on Twitter. He um, he ran unopposed in the third district, so he's the nominee. And there's a black man who used to be mayor of Hattiesburg um, who won nomination in the fourth district. So we have four black nominees in Mississippi and they all need uh, money and resources because no one ever, you know, visits there. Um, the DNC is probably going to, uh, Democratic, um, Democratic National Committee will probably come help a little bit, but, you know, people are usually donating, donating endless dollars to other campaigns, but I really want people to kind of focus on these Southern campaigns because no one really gives them much attention. So, mm. you know, we have a chance to put more representation in Congress for you know people to look like us. Right. I'm glad you brought up Mississippi and I want to get all y'all's opinion. How is it Mississippi is the most black populated state in the nation? A am I right? Yes. Uh-huh. And how come we're not running that thing? Is it systemic? Yes. Okay. Uh, voter suppression. Um, Beer. You know, also um, low voter turnout. I was crunching numbers last night um, during the primary. Um, you know, the Republican numbers were all higher than the Democratic numbers on turnout. Mm -hmm. So um, that could be several issues. I mean, you know, voter registration is one thing. Um, there's disenfranchisement. Um, I'm not sure if Mississippi is one of those states where if you have a felony, you can't ever vote again. Um, there's a handful of states that are like that. That could be something. 
Um, but I, I think a lot of it is, is, is voter suppression. But, you know, we've been out organizing voter suppression forever. So I'm really hoping that this summer, I'm, I'm thinking about going out there this summer and seeing what I could do. You know, um, there's some there's some organizing that needs to happen on the ground out there, but they definitely need some assistance. Um, mm. The fundraising is very low out there. I checked, you know, um, for all the candidates, you know, it's pretty low. You know, there's not much, you know, going on on that front. Um, Representative Thompson's okay. He's in good shape. You know, he's been the incumbent for a long time, but the other three um, definitely need some assistance and they need some, um, you know, I've been trying to circulate them on Twitter and stuff. You know, when I first, uh, when I first met Shawaski, he had like 600 followers on Twitter and now he has like 13,000 followers. So, you know, we did a candidate spaces with him back in February. And so he's, you know, he's been, you know, he's definitely boosted um, his engagement, but you know, fundraising is always good. Um, Natalie James in Arkansas, you know, she won the Senate, um, the uh, nomination for Senate, um, U.S. Senate in Arkansas a couple of weeks ago. First Black woman to do that. She definitely needs some assistance out there. Um, you know, so we, we have a chance to make history in a big way, but it's, it's going to take, you know, it's a group effort. So I'm hoping that, you know, there's a lot of mobilization and, you know, on the ground and people kind of come together to help with that. And, you know, we're in Texas, we have two useless senators here, but that's why I don't mind helping other states out. So, yeah. well, and then one of them had the nastiest looking brisket I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. He had a, he had a what? Uh, John Corden had a picture one day of a brisket that he made or something. It was the driest, nastiest looking brisket I've ever seen in my life. Ever. <laughs> It was so disgusting looking. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Those are very good points that you guys are bringing up um, about us um, supporting candidates uh, in other states that need the help. And so um, I don't think I've ever heard it like that. So just putting it that way uh, really sheds a light on uh, <clears throat> why these candidates need help and, um, you know, why we should uh, be pushing them more and making sure they get the um, the, I guess, the uh, publicity or, or time that they need uh, in front of, you know, an audience. Um, so great. Uh, thank you guys for, for even, you know, just bringing that up. Um.